Okay, so we are continuing over here, Per Gimel, Os Gimel. Um, sorry, not Os Gimel, Os Base. Halfway into Os Base, so we spoke out that there's going to be a Milchama happening between the Neshama and the Guf that is set up by the need for free will decisions, um, that we should be the ones to acquire our own shleimus, our, our dveikus to Hashem. And therefore, uh, there is this melchama that's going to exist between the two sources of the um, Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir Hara. Uh, the two sources are the Seichel, which um, we saw very clearly the Seichel is referred to the Neshama, which means it's... it's uh, it, shouldn't be translated as intellectual, but rather should be translated as our spiritual selves. Certainly includes the intellect, but it's not limited by the intellect. Uh, ver- and the and the guf, which is the physical. Okay, so there's going to be a, a milchama happening between them, and the point is that the body and the soul are married. It's a husband and wife relationship. They are married, and the two they, they cannot go separate ways. So that's what he's explaining over here, that to the point that if the neshama manages to succeed and goes up, the body is going to go up with it. And if the body goes down, they're going to take the neshama down with it. Okay? And that, and that is, uh, first of all, that's a concept that we spoke about uh, leading up to Rosh Hashanah, a concept of that we just had Parshas Bereshis as well, the concept of Adam and Chava being made Achor Bil Achor, back to back, where if you have two entities made back to back, it means where I'm facing is the opposite where you're facing. Right? And so there's a tug of war, where are we going? I mean, you're attached to the back, you can't, I can't go there without you, right? So if I go, you, you're coming with me. You go, I'm coming with you. So there's a tug of war between Adam and Chava when they're back to back. Are we going to go the way that I'm facing or are we going to go the way that you're facing? And uh, obviously Adam represents the equivalent of the Seichel and the Chava represents the equivalent of the Guf. Which is... Um... Well, number one that you see in the story, what happened is that the the netia, the natural inclination towards towards uh, taiva, towards indulgence in the physical world, comes from chava. She ate the apple. She ate, she ate. It wasn't an apple, but yes, she ate the, the fruit, the fruit, the the the, the fig, the, the 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 pomegranate, the grape, the the esrog, right. Uh, the bread, right, but not the... Wait, so why do we say women in general are more inclined towards the... Because uh, women, women um, have a unique uh, responsibility and, uh, and ability to be involved in the physical world. Um, you know, whether it, be, whether it be bringing children into the world, which is something that men cannot do, right, that itself speaks directly to our separation of responsibilities and separation of, uh, of abilities, right? Is women build the physical body of the child. 
and then once the child's born, they nurture the child, they feed the child, right? And then, you know, usually the Torah vision is certainly that the woman also is the Akiyar she's the one that, that is maintaining that, the home, that's involvement in, in very concrete, very physical things down here. As opposed to the man has a mitzvah of Talmud Torah, he has a mitzvah association as Mangrama, he's more involved in trying to connect high up and bring that down to his Ashish Chayel, to, to his home. These are concepts that we spoke about in Rosh Hashanah, if uh, this is not exactly the time to, to get into it, but um, happy to discuss it more at length later. But, but the point is that you see that there is, uh, you know, that the, the, the two of them are tied together. There's no such option. Chava eats and he doesn't eat. Right? And that's important for, for us all to remember. Um, now, uh, that, you know, if the, the couple go together, they, you, you're either going to go up together or the other way around. Uh, you know, separation is uh, just like a husband and wife. It's not, it's not an option, really. Um, but certainly, inside of first themselves, in the shalom and the goof, uh, there, there's no such thing as a uh, as a separation between the two. Of them. This is a silly question. Maybe it is, but is there any way that the goof can somehow elevate the neshama or vice versa? Neshama can take out the, the goof. Um, so the derech Hashem over here says says no. He uh, he says that again. That the goof is going to be drawn towards humrius, the neshama is going to be drawn towards spirituality, towards sichlius, v'timse b'nei milchama. Now I want to point out that between Adam and Chava, it, it doesn't have to be a milchama the way it is between the the person and the body. That process is called nesira, where Hashem made it that we were no longer we would no longer have to be back to back. There's a marriage with Shalom Bais where actually the two of them are cut along that back joining and they're able to come together face to face and see the same vision but from two different perspectives she's still going to be seeing things from a different perspective than he from a more physically oriented perspective but but now the two of them can have what in common she can be an azer connecto right but nonetheless you still see that she does have this predisposition after the nasira after hashem separated off hava from from adam and he said there's going to be an Azer connect, though, nonetheless, she was still more pre-inclined towards, towards involvement in the physical world. Um, so, uh, so uh, we've got to get our wives on board. The point is, you, you know, it's, it's every husband's responsibility to be mashpia onto his wife, to give over ruchnius into, into his home, and, uh, and chizuk and excitement for, 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 mitzvah, for Torah, for mitzvah, for Vodas Hashem, and besides your responsibility towards her, you have to understand that you know that this is uh, this is the only way that that the family is going to grow, including yourself. There's no such thing as growing without one's wife. Um, so um, so yeah, so so he, so he says that that often sheim tigaber haneshama. So the, the setup is such. That if the neshama will overcome, tisalehi visaleha gufima. So the neshama will go up, and the guf will go up with it. And if it'll be the other way around, 
If you leave it over, that the physicality will overcome him, so then the goof will fall and the sham will fall with it. Now I want to draw your attention to a very obvious duke, is that when he's talking about the neshama overcoming, so there he says a language of im tigaber neshama. If, if the neshama will overpower, right? You have to uh, you have to do a his gabrus. Something very much to what we're talking about in uh, in the mesulah sharm by Zrizus, right? Whereas when he says the, the, the opposite of that, he doesn't say ve'im tigaber ha'chomer or the or the goof. He says ve'im yaniach ha'adam shinatzei If you leave it, if you allow for it to happen, which means the default is that the physicality is going to dominate. The default is, and and he's going to explain this later on more at length, that a person is created. In the physical world. We exist in the physical world. Everything we know, everything we experience, everything we're involved in is physical. Not only that, the first 5, 10, or in some cases 25 years of a person's life are completely involved in physicality. Right? Until the mind and the soul are aroused, awakened, and say, hey, there's something more to life than just trying to get, uh, you know that red sports car, right? So the, uh, so now there, there's a need for a mapecha, for a revolution, for his gabrus, for an overcoming of the Neshama of the Guf. Whereas if you leave it, if you just leave things as they are, then the Guf will be menatzeh, then the Guf will win. Okay? So, so it's, it's uh, uh, the status quo is that the, the, the physicality is going to be in charge. That's the status quo. Okay. Um, fine. So that's, so that's, uh, that basically takes us, there's, there's a number of more Dakas Dika points over here, but I think that, that gets us through old base. Uh, any questions before we start old Gimel? Uh, um, Sorry, Rabor, I can't hear you. I see that you're talking, but for some reason I can't hear you. No, no. Sorry. Maybe it's my my fault. Um, yeah, my my speakers are working. Hello? Yeah, my, my speakers are working. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Now I hear. Now I hear uh, uh, Ezra. Ezra, oh, okay. what are you saying? Now, okay. Now I hear. Now I hear. Uh, I said it wasn't your fault. He, he, he. Someone was wrong. He's went away. He's coming back to probably ask the Shiloh. So, got it. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. So, uh, all right. Let's. So, Raborg, you're back. Can you, you, you want to say something? Can, it, can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, great. Um, the. Is there a step that we didn't talk about, or maybe it's not relevant, of how it's possible that something that is so high and lofty has any shaykh as to being affected by by the goof? The answer is because they're one. He's going to talk about he's going to talk about that later. That the two of them are intertwined inextricably. Uh, how did Hashem manage to do that? How did Hashem manage to connect them? 
The answer is the Nevesh Chaim talks, it, it's, it's, it's a process called Hishtalshulus, where it's basically, it looks like a chain, looks like a long chain link, right? Where each ring, the, the bottom part of the upper ring goes in lower than the upper part of the lower ring, and then again, and then again, and then again. So the, the whole system is interconnected um, through small steps down and down. We're presenting a very simple picture of Guf and Neshama, but really the Neshama itself has many parts to it. Um, and the, we could just say, you know, Neveshuch Neshama, right? So the Neshama is very high up. The Neshama is really has no place in the body they can connect to because neshama is spiritual. The neshama does not actually, in as far as you see that neshama does not actually uh, dwell inside even the brain. Um, rather, the neshama rests in the neshama shebaruach, which 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 is, resides in the brain. The subcategory of ruach, the upper pe- category of, of the ruach, is called the neshama of the ruach. That which which itself resides in the brain. Is the source of the, is, is the place where the neshama rests. Now, those t- technological terms, technical terms, but what can we take away from it? Is our mind, starting from the brain and all the way up to our very very high deep soul, is all layered. There is my brain. There is my mind that works on very very simplistic levels, the more like an animalistic type of a brain. There is my thinking, you know, cognizant brain, there's my lofty thoughts, then there's already getting into spirituality and higher and higher. There's many, many, many layers to our mind and, 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 and also all the way down through the, through the Ruach and then through the Nefesh, all the way down to the very physicality. We, we touched on this point a little bit in the artificial intelligence year almost a year ago, last Hanukkah, the concept that that's the greatness of a, of a Human being that we're, we go so high and yet we're so we're we're alive we're physical we're we're flesh and blood and so there's a connection which uh, which is um, makes it that it's real that the, phys- you know, the the real decisions that we make are real they make a difference that's uh, that's the unbelievable chachmod which Hashem built on them. but the point is all connected it's all one chain so whichever way I pull the chain. I pull it up, the whole chain goes up. I pull it down, the whole chain goes down, right? And it's all really one thing. It's all the same light of Hashem. It's all the same revelation of Hashem, just lower and lower and lower. More obscured, more obscured, more obscured. But it's the same thing. So that's why the whole thing can go up or can go down. But, but it does sound like we have to be clear about getting the goof on board in order to make that elevation. Because if I neglect it or I don't understand what the goof's needs are or what its yearning is and its will, then it's going to try to buck the system. Well, um, so here he's presenting it as a, as a milchama. Now, obviously, the milchama is for control. The point is not to obliterate the goof or hurt the goof because, again, we're married to it. We can't do mitzvahs without it, right? But it's a milchama for control with the goof. Um, you know, that's... that's uh, but you're right, 100%. We have a mitzvah of, to guard our body and to keep it healthy and everything else. Okay. Oz Gimel says that um, Hashem didn't... Now that we've set up the system that 
our job is to be mashlam ourselves. And we're given this, this, uh, this task, we have this milchama, so the, then you would think, okay, so potentially, listen, here's a challenge in front of you, go with it, right, however long it takes, I don't care, is, you have to be mashlam yourself, when, when you're done, come talk to me, right? But until then, uh, keep working. And even if it takes, even if it takes a uh, hundred lifetimes, right? So, so the Ramchal tells us over here that, and, and I'm going to see if any of you guys remember what we spoke about last week. About uh, from the, now, we're going to use a similar but different terminology. Remember, we spoke about last week. Anybody remember that? We, Spoke about that chachma is that makes sense like this. So then we said, so if it makes sense like that, why would you call it a gzera? Why would you call it a decree? A decree means because that's what I said. That's why, right? So as we spoke about the gzera means it didn't have to be that way. It's Hashem. Hashem is not limited by anything. He's not. He's not cornered in by by anything. But that is. But but Hashem nonetheless acts with chachma. So to over here, Hashem wasn't forced into it, but. Hashem, like we, from the very beginning of, of O's base, we said the whole purpose of the Bria was to be mative. That's the whole purpose of it. So Tuvo, that desire to be mative, said Adkan. There's going to be only a gvul, there's going to be a boundary how much Ishtadl is going to be required from us. There's going to be a limited amount and it's over. And the reason is because you have to remember the driving force for the entire story of humanity is Hashem's desire to do good to us. So being that the driving force is this tuvo, is his goodness, lehetiv, right, michokatov lehetiv, that desire to do good, that's the one that was from there. I mean, if we want to know what is the source of this gzair, why, which of the midos, so to speak, of Hashem, obviously these are not true midos, these are midos shebacherbo, that Hashem chose to conduct himself with certain midos, right, so that we should be able to relate to him, these are not... You do not relate to Atzmus or Nelama, his essential being, which is beyond any classification, characterization, or understanding. But so this this mida of Tuvo, of the desire to give over, that's the one that said, okay, so I'm only going to set a certain amount of challenge in front of you. It's going to be an, a, a little bit of Ishtadlus, a certain time of Ishtadlus, and then afterwards it's going to be the reward. Which is going to be Lunatzach Natzach. Okay? Now, um, he, he says a, a very powerful line over here. It's a Meimer Chazal. The Midas Hatov Meruba. The Midas Hatov is Meruba. The Midas Hatov is greater, and therefore, although the exertion effort is a small window, in other Mauritian's case, it was, um, it, it was a very short window, um, perhaps Erev Shabbos. And then going into Shabbos already, that would have been the end of it. With us, it's 6,000 years. But compared to, ne- to Nitzchius, that's nothing. Right? 6,000 years is also nothing compared to Nitzchius. So, so over here he says, he is a, an expression of Chazal, the Midas Hatov Meruba. The characteristic of good is greater than the characteristic of strict justice, of, of demanding something from us. So as I want to talk for a minute, what is this concept of Midas Atov Meruba? Uh, understand that maybe it means, you know, listen, he's a very nice guy, so he's, he's just a nice guy, so he, he'll, he'll cut you some slack. He'll do. That's not the point. The point is Midas Atov Meruba is Midas Atov is what it's all about. Right? Remember, again, 
the purpose of the creation is what, Uri? To be made. To be made. So, you know, why do we have to work so hard, Oren? It's a hechi timsa, right? It's a way, because I'm going to help you because you said shleimus, and I ask, well, why do I care about shleimus? And the answer is, I care about shleimus, so it should be so that so that the dveikus that I'm going to have, which is the the ultimate tava, there should be a more perfect dveikus, a more complete dveikus, which so that the hatava should be a better hatava, that the good that we ultimately receive should be a better good, right? Because you make it your own, that's why that's why it's going to be that's why it's going to be a better dvekus, because you're going to you're going to feel like uh, like you don't belong here. Like, well, what am I doing next to Hashem? Like, how, how did I end up here? And really, I'm just tremendously uh, out of place, right? So you're gonna you're gonna feel like you're gonna have a relationship. You're gonna have a similarity. You're gonna have ktsas dimyan. I'm using the language of of the Ramchal back in Perak Base Oz Base ktsas dimyan. To Shlemusu is Borach, right? That's what we're going to have. So, so it comes out that the time of Ishtadlus is a Hei it's, it's a It's a means to an end. The end is the Hatava. The means to the end is the, is, is the time of exertion, the time of work. Right? So therefore, the, 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 the analogy that I like to think to myself is, you know, if I want to get one, one of my girls a bike, I want to get them a, a bike. I want her to ride around, to be happy, to to enjoy it, right? But if I just get her the bike, it's going to just stand in the you, know, you ride a little bit. It's going to stand in the backyard and rust up, right? So what do I do instead? Because she won't appreciate it. It's not going. It's not her bike. So what do I do instead? I say, listen, if you do dishes for the next six months, then we'll put, every time you do the dishes, we we'll put a sticker on it. By the time that the whole chart is filled up, you're going to get a bike. And as the child is filling up, she's doing more, she's doing more, she's getting more excited, more excited. And then finally, she puts on that last sticker, she's so thrilled, and you, and you go and you get the bike. This is her bike! Right? She's gonna be riding that bike for five years. I, I have no limitations how much. What do you mean? You only work for six months. Why should you ride a bike more than six months? What do you mean? I wanted to have the bike. I wanted to enjoy the bike. The whole chore thing was a hikatimsa that she should enjoy the bike more. She should feel it's her bike. But once she gets the bike, I'm not. I'm not going to limit how long how long she should she should ride the bike. Right? So the same thing with us and Hashem, that Hashem wants to give us nitzchius, eternal eternal goodness, eternal bliss, inter, eternal dveikus. But you have to have enough. You have to have done enough that you can consider it to be yours. That's all. Just you have to do enough. And obviously, only Hashem and eternal wisdom knows what that is. That's Gazer Chachmosa uh, Yisborach. He's about to say how much that is. But however much that is, that's how much it is. But the Hatova is is uh, is Lunuschius. Okay, that's what it means. Midas Hatov Meruba, because the primacy of the means versus uh, the, the the end is more fundamental than the means. So the means are never going to stand in the, in the way of the end, and that's that's uh, why the end is always going to be greater. Okay. Um, the Ozdal, it's now that we've discussed the separation of Zman. So now we have two Zman. We have a Zman of Olam Hazeh, and we have a Zman of Olam Abba. So now he says, just like there has to be a separation in Zman of Zchus and Schar, earning our credits 
and receiving the rewards, chus and schar. And like we spoke about before, that, that at the end of the day, the two of them are going to become one because the schus is the, is the revelation of godliness in our lives through being similar to Hashem, through acquiring those characteristics of shleimus of Hashem into ourselves. And that itself is the dveikus. So the schus and the schar are really one, like we said before. But nonetheless, the period of schus, olamazeh, period of schar, olamabah. So the Sotuyi says, the olamazeh is like a training course. It's, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, it's like a gym. It's like a, um, what's that place with the boot camp where, they, where the soldiers train? Right? With, with the... All this, if everything is everything is rough and everything is hard and everything is cold and the, you're in the mud and you're crawling under the thing and you're swinging on the rope and and it's it's an obstacle course it's an obstacle course this world right because it's meant to it's meant to get you in shape it's meant to help you work on yourself right this world is not appropriate it's not a good place for receiving the reward because it's not built the right way it's it's built you know. Uh, a, a gym is built one way, and a spa is built a different way, right? In the gym, there's no soft couches. There's no soft, everything is heavy. Everything is hard. Everything is is uh, attacking you from all directions. In a, in a spa, the, the heaviest you thing you can find is a pillow, right? Every, everything is soft. Everything is comfy. Everything is everything is nice because the purpose of the two places is different, right? So so too, olamaze is meant to be hard. It's built to be hard. It's built, it's built to be an obstacle course. And all Allah, therefore, has to be rebuilt. This Allah has to be melted down, changed. Well, he hasn't yet said it has to be melted down. That's going to be connected to the Chet of Adam Rishon. It could have theoretically been elevated from being Allah, elevated to transform, to become an Allah, going from a caterpillar to a butterfly, Right? To, but, but the point is, it has to be a different olam, just like it has to, it's a different zman, so it has to be a different olam, because what you're trying to do in that olam is different. This world is an obstacle course, it's a gym, next world is a spa, it's a nice relaxation room, uh, it's, that's, uh, so, so, it has to, so the whole thing has to be rebuilt and changed. Is that, does that mean that the Nishrama's natural state wants to Hashem wants the, the natural state of the neshama, since that's like the most of the time that it spends is in the physical world to be able to go through the obstacle course. That's the most to... minimal time you spend. You, 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 know, you know how long you spend all of that? Nothing, almost nothing, tiny. And then netzach netzachim in all of It's a blink of an eye in all of us. Okay, so so uh, so so the point is that he says that although it might seem like oh if I could just get that you know magic potion I go to that to that person he and he'll help me that I shouldn't have all these challenges I, everything should be gishmak everything should be nice I shouldn't have a yitzhahara I shouldn't it shouldn't be hard for me to get up early in the morning and I shouldn't uh, have all these different challenges and and feeling depressed and and uh, feeling anxious about things like what. If, if, if only he says no not if only that, that's the purpose of this world that's what the Mishnah in Perkiavos says Yafa Sha'achas B'chu of Maisim Tovim Ba'olam Azeh Mikol Chai it's more beautiful one moment in this world in doing Tshuva which means you messed up 
and you're doing tshuva, and you're doing good deeds, overcoming, fighting, like we were talking about in Zrizus, challenging, pushing, then all the rest of all of above, because you cannot be like Hashem in Olam Abba, the same way you can be like Hashem in Olam Azeh. In Olam Azeh, we can be, we can choose to do the right thing. We can overcome. We can, we, we're, we are able to, just like Hashem is made, we can be made. In Olam Abba, there's no such thing anymore. Okay? So, although it might seem it's good, but it's really not good, because it's going to counteract the entire purpose of what we're doing over here. Um, okay. So that's why there's two worlds, Olamazen and Olamabo. Next, Oz Hey. Any questions before we start? Oz Hey. For another 10 minutes. Good. Okay, wonderful. Uh, okay, so now we're going to talk about the fact that, you know, he, the the lambdas now is going to bifurcate, meaning the, the, the explanation, the understanding, these prokim we're learning, we're learning about the, the building blocks of what a person is, what a man is, what an Adam is, who am I, and therefore, what am I doing here? And therefore, how can I succeed? What's the, what's the plan? What's the, what's the goal? How am I going to succeed in, 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 in accomplishing my goals in this world? Um, but so, so, so far, everything he's been explaining is in a Lechathila situation. But the issue is that the world around us is is a result of the hate of Adam Rishon. So now we're going to need to take two... Now we're going to need to kind of be aware of two types of Adam. There's the Adam the way that he was, and there's the Adam the way he is. And, you know, the, we're going to always have to be checking who are we talking about. Because some of the rules of the game are going to change. We're going to analyze why the rules of the game are going to change and why that's appropriate, why that's good. But Lamaisa, the rules of the game are going to change due to the hate of other Mauritian. That's, that's Oz hate. So it says Oz Vav. In other Mauritian, when he was created in the way that we've been explaining until now, the Hainu. Shehine hu haya murkav from two opposites. Neshama and the guf. And therefore, and there were in the world good things and, and, and bad things that he would choose from. Vuhu umayd b'shikul b'neim. Now remember we spoke about this word, the shikul. What does the word shikul mean, Uri? Can we said equal? Can somebody please can walk over here and pull that knife out of my back? Like I cannot believe that yeah. guy. What? Yeah. You are lucky this Corolla you're not sitting right next to me. Not exactly equal, but there's equivalence. So we spoke about right, we said that's that's what we spoke about. Uh, who remembers who remembers the, 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 the marshal that we spoke about? Anybody? The box. Exactly. Very good, right? So you gotta fight, right? You, you, you got, as long as it's a fight, right? So a fight can be between, you know, if you're if you're five feet and two inches, and he's six feet, you guys can still fight, right? If you're four feet and he's 
seven feet tall, and you know, there's no, there's no fight here, right? So, so at some point, right, once it gets lopsided enough, then there's no fight anymore, right? But to have a fight, you do not have to be exactly evenly weighed up at all, right? That's as we spoke about. So, and and the way the Ramchal defined earlier is it has to be bishikul, but often in a way that it's not mukrok to one side or the other. There's not certainly going to go one, one direction or another. So take a look over here. Adam Rishon, the way that he was initially created, listen to the way that Ramchal describes it. That he was created Vihine, Hayara Uilo, Shiv Hertov, it was appropriate that he should choose the good and his Nishama should overpower his body. And then he would be Nishtalim Miyad. So that's so, so, so you see that the, the entire challenge was going to be a very brief challenge. And then he would rest Lunitzchis. Vitari Shateda, Os Zain. Sha'afal Pishain Anu Margish Nishama Beguf. So we don't really feel our neshama except for the fact that we are alive and that we perceive, that we think, and that we yearn. You know, all of all of those things, but we don't we don't uh, tang- feel it in any concrete way. But the truth is that neshama has the ability to transform the body, and that the body would go higher and higher. And then the body would, would 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 enjoy with together with him. And indeed, he would have reached to that level if he would not have sinned. His soul would, would purify his body, one purification after the next, until he would be perfectly uh, transformed, and he would reach. Apologies, I thought he was going to say it now. I think he's going to say it in the next one. But he's he's going to say that it's going to be. It would have been kal. It would have been very easy for him to get to that level. It would have been kal. It would have been easy, and it would have been immediate. And that's 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 going to be the main thing. That's in osches. So apologies. We need to uh, do osches to get Uri to hear. To hear the terrible folly of what he said, just teasing. The kaven she chata nishmaso hadvarim shinugal. So in nishtanu, so the matters changed drastically with the sin. Vehu kihinei betchila hayu bebria hachisronus shahayu. In the beginning, the lacks that existed inside of the man, b'shir masha haya. Mitztarif, how many, how much lack, how much breakage was there in man? Answer is it was the amount that was necessary that the Adam region should be that he should be in a state of balance. Shezacharnu v'yelo makom leharviach as a shleimus So he should be able to earn it himself. So meaning that the amount was just enough that it can be called yours. That's how Hashem set it up. Hashem set it up that how much challenge was there? Just enough that it should be called there was a challenge. You understand how little that was? Just enough that it should be called a challenge. So that 
So he should be called that he earned it. But through his sin, there was each chisarn was nosef was 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 made bigger, and there became more of them. So a, a, a double problem of chisarns, more breakages, and the breakages that existed became bigger, both. Yeah, in the, in in the man himself and in the in, in the entire bria. And it became much more difficult now to fix things. So it means whatever level of breakage we were at before, right, now became much, much more. And he's going to say that really the breakage, there's, there's, a, there's, a double, there's a double whammy over here, right? It's like a person climbing up a mountain, right? So, so initially so his father hires a helicopter and they helicopter him to three quarters of the way up Mount Everest. Okay? So that way, so he can say that he climbed, climbed Mount Everest. I mean, it's true, he climbed, he did climb Mount Everest. Top one quarter of the mountain. Right? So you can say he climbed Mount Everest. If not for him, he wouldn't have been up the top. Right? But anything more than that, okay, so your father helicoptered you to the top of the mountain, that's, that's nothing, that doesn't count, right? But so he calculated exactly, he put him three quarters of the way up. So what happened? He tripped and he felt went rolling, rolling, rolling down the mountain. Halfway down the mountain, he rolled. Right, so he gets up. Now he's got a broken ankle, and he's got three quarters of the mountain to go. So it's a double whammy. Number one, he has so much more to climb now to make up, and number two, he's doing it with a broken ankle. He's doing it himself, much more broken than he was last time. Okay. We're going to, uh, so, so, so I'm showing you here, we're going to do it again, Oschas inside, but I'm showing you here that, that he's still Bushikul. We're still Bushikul, right? The balance, we had a balance before, we have a balance now. Just before, Adam, so to speak, was the big guy, right? It was, it was the, he was, the odds were in his favor. Now we've fallen drastically, we've lost a lot of ability, we've lost a lot of power, we've lost a lot of, uh, distance, so we're going to have a much harder time getting back up, we'll go through Os Chesbaz Hashem inside next week, and uh, and understand the challenges that we have. Any questions? So, so, sounds like the rewards would be much greater then. The Rav Tzaddik says that that was actually the Cheshbon that Adam Rishon made when he made when he bought into the Nachash deception Part of the Krum Svara that he said, he said, I'm going to do this now, and afterwards it's going to be a greater reward. Maybe true, but it wait, wait, that was his that was his cheshbon. But now the reality is, do we get more reward now that it's harder? Do yeah. we have to go further? Yes. Okay. See everybody next week. Um,